All right, welcome back to a, another edition of What You Spin In. This is episode 13. Uh, as per usual, joined by the usual cast of characters, we've got Matt rocking a beautiful Fear and Loathing hoodie, Jacob fresh off of Killing a Shift, and George over there with some new-looking headphones and a very nice periwinkle long sleeve <laughs> shirt. Uh, uh, just a quick little thing. Uh, we're, as you notice, kind of with uh, episode 10 being Alchemist Day, uh, every, any episode that ends with a 5 or a 0 might not happen every single time, but we're going to try to do something like a theme kind of day. So episode 10 was Alk Day. Episode 15, we're going to be doing all instrumental albums. I'm really excited to see uh, what we managed to yank out of our bags with, with that. Uh, with that being said, how are we doing, folks? Doing great. Ready. Excited to talk about all the music. These picks that we all chose are just, you know, great topics of discussion. So I think we all did well with, you know, perusing our inventory and yeah. selection. So I'm excited. Yeah, good stuff this week. Yeah. With that, uh, who do we want to have go first? I'll start off. Okay, cool. Matt, what did you have for us this week? Uh, this week I chose a, an album from an Icelandic band called Sigaros. Um, it's their second album, and I'm going to, you know, butcher the pronunciation, but Agateus Birnum. title of the album um and a very different style of music for people that you know haven't kind of ventured out into music outside the united states um it's all done as icelandic um and they kind of made up their own language called hopelandic for this album um so they kind of combined their own like language with icelandic language and like came up with something so a lot of it's just kind of different sounds and stuff like that but one of my favorite albums, um, just because it kind of represents me. I have a tattoo from one of the inner, one of the inner album sleeves here. I'll show that off a little bit. Oh, that's it. And I can distinctly, distinctively remember hearing this album for the first time um, here in Eugene back in 2003 with a friend and an ex-girlfriend, and we were in a Borders parking lot when Borders was still a thing over by Oakway. <laughs> And I remember hearing track two, the Seven G Englar track, and just being like captivated. Like I'd never heard anything like it, and it just kind of blew my mind. And I became a fan instantly. Um, and once I started diving into the catalog, you know, I saw that image from that album, and I was like, you know what? If I like that image ten years from now, I'm gonna put it on my skin. Ten years passed, and I put it on my skin. So it means a lot to me. But I'm really curious to see what you guys have to say about it. Um, listening to this was really like, um, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, there's a lot of depth to it. Like, it's really, it's big. Like, it's really, uh, like dramatic. Um, I could easily like see this like on a movie or something. Um, and I think 
coming from Iceland, uh, whenever I'm like listening to this album, like it, I'm picturing mountains in like Iceland, like it literally fits Iceland so well. Um, I didn't know that they made their own like language for, for this. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it was just really dramatic and I like music that, uh, inspires me to do something creative. And this is an album that makes me want to record a video, uh, like a moody video, uh, with their, their music. Super awesome. Yeah, dude. Where did you, how did you find this out, man? Cause I, a friend I of mine, I've never have looked this up. I've never have like seen this. Fucking crazy, man. <laughs> but I was, it was just brought up to me by a friend. Like I had no idea. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Like luck of the draw. Yeah, if if I if you didn't introduce this to me, Matt, I don't think I would have ever found out about this, honestly. Um, but dude, it's fucking dope. Um, it's a it's it sounds it does it feels like it fits in like in like movies and stuff and like soundtracks to movies. Has it been in movies? Like, because I, I haven't. Looked. It was pretty prominent in back when the Vanilla Sky, that Tom Cruise movie that came out years ago. Oh. Uh, it's in a, a Bill Murray movie. What's that movie called? Where they're like a submarine, it's a comedy. It's it's been featured through lots of different movies. Yeah. Oh, I could, okay. I could definitely tell because, like, some of the some of the songs feel like they're like from a soundtrack, like from from a movie. Um, <laughs> they're like some of them. It's real. What's the word? What's the word I could put? It's like kind of like euphoric you know like it's some of them like it's um it was funny this morning before i went to work um i woke up kind of early so i was just listening to our albums and i was listening to this this album and i put down my yoga mat and started meditating to it nice very good and, yeah. and dude it's like some good stuff man like it f made me feel like real relaxed like it just had me in my thoughts like you know like george said like picturing like landscapes and like outdoors and nature and stuff like it just brings me like happy thoughts like it makes me feel good basically um, it's like real relaxed it's nothing crazy it's like just real mellow something you could kind of like put in the background and like just like space out and like, work on stuff i feel like um, but I really liked it. Um, a lot of the songs I liked. I, I'm also going to butcher, butcher the songs. I don't know the pronunciation to any of them. Um, my favorite was probably Olsen Olsen. Um, I really liked that song. Um, a lot of these songs, too, are like kind of long. They're like seven, eight minutes each. Or not each, but some of them. But Olsen Olsen, definitely one of my more favorite ones. Um, I kept coming back to that one specifically out of this album. But yeah, no, real great album. It makes me like real relaxed, real like mellowed out. It's something I definitely throw on just to like relax and like settle down for a little bit. But yeah, great stuff. I think it's really um, <clears throat> like they create like a really nice atmosphere. Um, and yeah, it's just like the whole vibe of it is pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, I can I can echo the sentiments of the other guys. You know, this is a very it's a deep, heavy project, and not heavy in the sense of like you know music sounding. It's just 
there's so much to dissect and go on and all of these songs are so long the second song on this is fucking 10 minutes long dude like and so every single song like one of the first things i wrote was every every song is a musical journey in and of itself and you know there's sometimes where there won't really be like any drum beats until six and a half minutes into the song and you don't really hear the singer's true voice until like the fourth song in you know it's all like very in the background kind of muted and then on the fourth track you're like you actually get to hear like clean raw vocals from him which is incredible i really liked this album i did i was making jerky this week and i put it on and i got like three songs in and i was like i actually feel like i'm not doing this justice i'm gonna have to sit down and listen to it as well <laughs> and so i i got like four tracks in and was like all right i'm gonna have to listen to this all again tomorrow to really feel you know like really feel it and hear it truly uh yeah man i had and i had recognized the name Sigaros, but I, it's one of those things, you know, where you see him like on a festival lineup or, you know, see someone talk about him. And if you don't listen to them, you don't know what the hell they sound like. Like, this is nowhere near what I thought that they were going to sound like. And I, I really liked this. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a big Tool fan and their songs are massively long too. So about halfway through, I was like, oh shit, this is like, this is like Tool length songs. I kind of like that, you know, <laughs> but Man, fantastic pick. It's just a, it's a well-rounded album, too. Um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to look into the album anymore, but they did a video for track two, uh, which is probably the most prominent song on that album. And in the video, there was a, a group of Icelandic, there was like an acting troupe from Iceland, and they all have Down syndrome. And so the video they shot was basically all those actors kind of in this uh landscape just kind of dancing and stuff but the music video and, and that song is pretty powerful when you watch it you're like fuck man music moves you in so many different ways um and the drumming yeah. the drumming is pretty spectacular uh you know a little side fact the drummer that was on this album and most of the cigarettes albums isn't with the band anymore because of some some uh some background noise that he had to deal with but man he's just amazing the way the drums just feel like they they bring that song up to like a, an epic conclusion or they start it off really slow and it, it just builds over time and over time and so the drummer combining that with uh jonesy who's the lead vocalist his voice is very dynamic his range is so it's out there he goes from that high pitch to that kind of melodic you know you can sing to it um he's also got some solo stuff where he sings in english where you can actually kind of hear his voice a little bit more um which is kind of fun to listen to Standout tracks for me would be track two. Um, I'm going to go off with numbers instead of trying to pronounce the names. Uh, track seven, um, Olsen Olsen, which is track eight. <laughs> and then the title track, you know, it's just, that's that's one of the, I think it's the second to last song on that album, but the guitar in that, the kind of the acoustic mel melodic guitar in that song, just it's just very calming. Um, and I think that's the, the overall atmosphere for that whole album. It's very calming. You can sit down and listen to it. Like Jacob said, you can meditate to it. You can sit there and cook to it. Like Dorian said, you can sit there and just listen to it. Um, for me, it's just one of those albums that will, you know, always be a part of me, basically because it's on me forever. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that you guys liked it, too. And, you know, it's, some of those songs are pretty long. Uh, but once you get into them, you kind of dissect them and, you know, you appreciate them for what they are. Yeah. I think I think that's the cool I thing that we've talked about 
in the past about music that like even we like maybe can't pronounce this flawlessly or maybe we like don't understand what they're saying or whatever but music is like music has its own language that um it doesn't need to specifically be words it's just like how it sounds you know how it all comes together as like a band or as like as an artist that puts out music so that's what's unique about this album like i have no idea what is being said on some of the tracks most of the tracks probably all of them <laughs> but but i understand anyways like still like you know like i i feel like i could put it in my own words like how i feel about it basically just for like how it moves me and stuff um so that's badass i love i love that we're like getting more into also like world music like just from different parts of the world um because that also just kind of shows like you know what other regions are doing and like like what they sound like um but yeah no this is really cool um pretty badass and the album cover is pretty dope too i don't know it looks like it's like an alien it's like like a little baby alien like with like the umbilical cord and stuff um it's pretty badass but yeah it was fucking dope i i got some uh i got some more to say for sure but uh what uh what, what we else got uh, it's a really like this is like a album that I would like to listen to if like I'm on a road trip or something. I feel like that's really because you're in your just in your lane literally, <laughs> and you know you got to listen to this with you know a peace of mind and a quiet mind and be able to listen to this. Um, the second to last. Um, or yeah, Asiatus uh, by June. <laughs> um, that song, the vocals on that song, wow. Uh, I really enjoyed this one a lot. I think that was probably my favorite. Uh, and then Avalon because of the whole uh, cinematic uh, type of thing. I think this one, this is a song that I'm going to use for a video now. Uh, um, so I'm excited to do that. Uh, and then also the second song was pretty epic um i do like that dorian you kind of said that like the drums don't come into later there's definitely like a build-up to to almost every song and i I think that's pretty cool yeah and to kind of go back to what matt said about the drumming on it um and matt i think you might remember this guy uh, do you remember josh freese the drummer that played with a perfect circle for a while the I drumming is very it, good thing yeah very similar to me in my opinion and one of my my favorite song off the album is knee battery uh that song where it takes like four minutes before the drums kick in but it's just like they come in and it's there's no announcing that they're there they just fucking come in and it's very just like simple but powerful and they mixed it perfectly to where the drums are kind of overpowering but then the rest of the song just just goes insane and i yeah like i've got chills in my legs thinking about this right now (laughs) god damn oh man it's and it's one of those like jacob had said you know we talked about uh buena vista social club and i can talk shit in spanish but i can't do shit else and (laughs) i resonate like i went and fucking bought buena vista social club on vinyl and i'm probably gonna do the same with this because it's so 
it is a great album. It's like one of those things, you know, I think in everybody's record collection, if if you're listening to this and you're going to get into collecting, have multiple genres and especially something that you can put on as like a nice night mood kind of kind of thing, you know, and I it, I need a couple more of those. So I'm going to go. I'm probably going to try to seek this out. It's it really just takes you places. And I was literally speechless. Like I was sitting here trying to figure out what to write about it. And I was like, fuck, I can't even put pen to pad and make notes about this. It's just surreal. I think you summed it up perfectly right there. It takes you places. (laughs) Like it, like it visually takes me somewhere else. Definitely not here. Well, I don't want to say that, but it, yeah, it's, it takes you places. (laughs) What's unique about the album too is, you know, he Jonesy, the lead singer, guitar player, he takes kind of a page, not from Led Zeppelin, but he takes a bow and he's playing a bow on his guitar. That's where you get all those weird feedback sounds. He's got a bow and he's just going up and down on the guitar, and that's where you get all that weird shit. All right. For somebody somebody to do that with a guitar and make it sound good, I've tried it myself. It is it's not easy. Like I don't know how he did it, but it was just very unique. For that time, that album came out in 1999, I believe. Um, just nobody's doing that. You know, there's no other artist or guitar player that's doing that besides Jimmy Page back in the day, and he probably doesn't do it anymore. You know, so it was just you know a way to create a new sound, and it was and, unique in a sense. that in that one shitbird from White Snake. Right. Yeah. No. Good stuff, man. This that was pretty. It was a good album, dude. I if I hadn't heard from this from you, like I said, I wouldn't have seeked this out or even found out about this. Um, but yeah, as far as like my favorite tracks, um, my favorite one is Olson Olson, um, and then the second track, uh, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that yeah, is. I'm not even. I'm gonna push it, and it's like not doing it justice. Uh, but then the other song that I really liked was. Uh, Night Battery, I think. It's the three, fifth song, fifth song on, on the track list. Um, also a really good song. But yeah, like looking at even like just on like an artist standpoint, they have like a lot of streams on this album and like a lot of songs on there. So it kind of surprised me. I was like, how have I not heard of this, you know? And how are like 30 million other people like listening to this that I'm not? But yeah, man, great stuff. Thanks for putting me on this, and I'm definitely gonna be returning back to this album. So, heck yeah. And one one little side piece of information that I'll share. I've seen this band a few times live, and the one time that I'll remember seeing them was at the Hollywood Bowl in LA, and uh, it was raining, and you know they hadn't come on yet, and like right when they came on, like they started up uh, like with an intro to one of their albums, and it was like the atmosphere was just so perfect. It was like a movie. You're just watching it unfold. One of those surreal moments that you always remember. So it's it's that it's it's that kind of band. They just create that atmosphere, and you just kind of sit back and take it for what it is, and you all have your own experience. And I'm glad you guys all enjoyed it. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Thanks, bro. Because now yeah. I got to use one of their songs for their video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would say my top three songs on it are I already mentioned Nye. Battery or whatever, uh, Stefan G. Englar, and then Olsen Olsen. Those are my top three. Just fantastic. And it, that's the thing is, you know, 
it's one of those like albums that you don't necessarily have to start from the beginning because of like if you want to listen to any song off of this you could just because like i said they're just in their own right just so beautiful and such a crazy journey they go through i also want to mention too like even though this came out in 1999 me just barely discovering this because of you like it this album could have came out yesterday like it sounds new so i could only imagine in 1999 like how like crazy this must have sounded um to to new listeners and stuff like that so i think that was pretty interesting uh to 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 hear that something so old can sound new um yeah what were your what were your um so the second to last and then Avalon the last one and then the second song those are my top three Um, great picks too yeah well uh, does anyone have any thoughts to wrap up Sigurros oh alrighty right on I'm gonna just pop off a camera for three seconds alrighty well we just wrapped up Matt's album by Sigurros and we're gonna move right into Jake's what did you have for us this week pal yeah, so my album this week um, was Kikagaku Moyo with Masana Temples. It's uh, it's some Japanese music. It's kind of it kind of falls into like psychedelic rock, you could say, um, and then also like some other like off-brand um, like genres as as it goes. But yeah, this came out uh, in 2018. It's their fourth album. Um, yeah, it's some good stuff, man. It's initially I I heard about these guys. Um, through COVID, like during COVID, I was, um, I forget what I was doing, but I was like looking at a live stream of like a, a music festival and Krongbin was, was up next. <coughs> okay, like I fucking love Krongbin. I'm gonna see their show, uh, just like on, like on the live stream. Um, and these guys opened for Krongbin and I, and I, like the lights were like, it was like dark and I just saw like, people with like long hair and I was like okay so it's it's like Krogman basically but and then it was just like a bunch of like these like Japanese dudes with like just long ass hair and I'm like oh okay this is different this is not Krogman um but then they started playing music and then like they started going to their show and man yeah it like really caught my eye I was like I've never heard of this um I was like initially looking for this but I found this instead um but yeah, ever since then, I've been listening to their stuff. Um, thankfully, the other day that I walked into the record store, they had this. Um, shout out Cali, it's always got banging ass stuff. And found that, so I was like, hell yeah, like I'm going to take it. I've been listening to it nonstop. But yeah, what, uh, what did you guys have to say? It's, it's definitely 
definitely something different. <laughs> For me, it, I was just like, holy cow, after listening to it. Uh, it's just dynamic from start to finish. It opens up with that sitar-like sound. Um, and it just kind of draws you in and flows in the dripping sun. And it's just like the, the structural changes in the music throughout each track. It reminded me, and I like to compare bands a lot, but like it reminded me of like Iron and Wine meets, you know, Dead Can Dance. Like it was just very uh, surreal. Um, and it just, they have their own sound and some of their tracks are very slow and kind of melodic and some are just like jam based. And you're just like, you can just go from each track knowing that. Um, it's a lot of fun to listen to. I'd never heard them before. Um, great song structures, um, just a real fun band to listen to. I enjoyed it. So thank you for bringing this up because, you know, I kind of dove into their back catalog after hearing this album and it's just like, it's even more ambient and like instrumental and like, it's just cool stuff. It's, it's something you can just put in and just listen to, like you said, driving or just anything. So very cool pick. I think you summed it up pretty, pretty nicely there. I think it's a very fun album. Uh, there's a lot of changes and everything. Like you said, there's like fast-paced songs and there's slower, like mellow uh, songs. Um, <laughs> Sister from Another Mother, she reminds me of the singer in Stereo Lab because uh, they have like a couple of slow songs. So it just reminded me uh, of her. Um, I found out uh about this band through my friend bobby shout out to bobby he sent me the song uh dripping sun and when i heard this i was like huh <laughs> like what uh it was something so different um uh, thank you for bringing this up because dude i didn't even like listen to the album i just heard that song and saved it and just looked away um it's i think I don't I don't think I see color, but if I did visually, I would describe this album as very pretty. I don't know why, it's just like there's really cool things about it um that I really enjoy. Um I think this album for sure is gonna stick with me uh for a while. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to that you brought it up recently just because now I have all summer to sit and listen to this. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, this was, like, you had uh, sent us a Snapchat of you listening to it, Jake, and I I was like, oh, okay, like, that's that's interesting sounding. Like, I would be, <clears throat> sorry, I was like, I would be really down to, you know, give that an actual deep dive. And, and my God, dude, <laughs> just, and I went and looked them up, and they were, they said when they started out, like, they didn't really know their ass from a fucking hole in the ground when it came to their instrument, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, shit, could have fooled me, man. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. like, the guitar work on it is incredible, like, where, what song is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Like, Gatherings, that song. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then there's like a guitar solo at the end of Nazo Nazo, and the guy is just destroyed. Like he's just shredding. And I was like, mm-hmm. you, "You're telling me you didn't know how to play this instrument? Like you're you're full <laughs> of crap, man! Like what the hell?" <laughs> yeah. But no, I and I love stuff like this because you know it's funny that you found them from a Karangbin video because that was my first kind of mental. I was like, "Oh, okay, I can kind of, I can kind of see the similarities there." Uh, it's like I love stuff. 
I love bands that are like this where they have song structure, but they do kind of like you said, Matt, they have like a really big jam band kind of feel to them, you know, not as like crazy as, you know, like Grateful Dead back in the day, but, you know, more cohesive and people are really expanding with their instrument. And so just gnarly pick, dude, for real. We're <laughs> This is a banger. Like we, Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah. Talk about no, it, world. Talk about world like music. This is up there with uh, Buena Vista, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, it's it's cool because like when initially when they started out, like they're just like college kids, and they it it was initially I think the drummer, and then one of the guitarists, um, and initially they yeah they didn't know what they were doing, but they wanted to make music, so they like put out flyers and like um like handed out like flyers to random people at their university like telling them like hey if you want to like join a band like come play with us um and then like little by little they started getting like more people um and then eventually they like got into like a tight-knit group that was like just like like i think it's like five of them or something but yeah man initially they they weren't like they weren't huge like initially the thing about like Japan, like the culture, like it's, it's kind of not so much as it is strict, but it's like it's all very like, kind of in order, and people like usually just like follow the rules. Um, so them like making this kind of music, um, and initially like it was hard for them to get gigs because it was expensive to rent out shows, so it made it hard for them to really like actually start like getting their footing and starting getting more recognition. Because um, when they would have shows, they used to like sell tickets for five bucks and they'd like tell people to meet somewhere like at a park or something. Um, but mainly the people that would go to those shows would be like foreigners. Because um, like all the city people and like all the country like people, they like, they weren't going because it was kind of like out of the norm, basically. But once they actually started touring and once they actually like got out of Japan, that's when they actually really started blowing up. Um, they started back in like 2012, 2013, around there. Um, so they've been around for, for a couple of years now. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Over the last couple albums, and even more recently, they dropped one last month, uh, which is rumored to be their last album or whatever. I hope not. But yeah, yeah how their sound has just kind of like just developed over time. Um, the drummer, he's, he's, he's really good. Um, the, yeah, we mentioned the sitarist, the, that guitar, it, it gives that like, kind of like Indian, like kind of music kind of vibe, you know, like it's, it's like real, like, especially on the intro song, you hear it a lot. Um, and then throughout the album other, uh, on other songs, but yeah, man, it's, it's a, it's real interesting. It's, Something real neat. Um, another thing I definitely wanted to bring up, the artwork, the artwork to the album is really cool. Um, it's it's like very like it's very like classic and like the like the Japanese style like painting and stuff. Um, and like culturally it looks really cool. Even like the inner sleeve of it, it has like a bunch of like different like paintings and stuff and it's kinda like two sided, so it like goes back and forth like a bunch like a bunch of dragons and like monkeys and lions and stuff. Um, I was just staring at this like the whole time that I was like listening to the album. Um, but yeah, man, it's some 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 real crazy stuff, some real unique stuff. So 
I'm glad we could definitely listen to it and talk about it because yeah, it was, it was something that really caught my attention. It was hard to pick uh, my favorite tracks for sure on this album. Uh, like Dorian said earlier, Gatherings. Like there's so many different styles of music in that song. Uh, you know, it's one of my favorite tracks on the album. Uh, Orange Peel had like a shoegazer kind of feel, like kind of that 90s like ambient guitar sound, but it was just so good as a song together. The Blanket song, that guitar opening on that song is just incredible. And then uh, Maju Pose, just because, you know, I can hear that lyric in there a lot. And that was fun to sing along to. Uh, great feel. Another reason I wore this hoodie was because of the album cover. I was like, it's a good match for the album cover. So, <laughs> Great pick, Jacob. Great pick. Yeah, I... Yeah, dude, this album first rock. All right, Dorian. No, you're good. I was just going to say, because Matt had just said it, uh, Blanket Song threw me for a loop because I wasn't expecting that acoustic start off to it, and especially since it's like at the end. I was like, oh, damn, all right. So they they really are, <laughs> they're branching the hell out right now. But what were you about to say, George? Uh, no, I was going to mention uh, my top three, but uh, yeah, so uh, Orange Peel, I the name of the song, I, like already like pulled me in like immediately i'm like oh that's interesting orange peel and i listened to it and it's so so melodic and like it's so good um gatherings too is awesome i really like fluffy uh cosmish um i feel like that one's kind of like fun to ride my bike to <laughs> um but i think what's the song i think it's oh my god dory uh, the really, really slow, like, no words song. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying I want kids, but if I had a kid and this baby needs to sleep, I'm going to play that song. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's really, it's kind of a cute song, I feel like. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I do want to pick a song, but I have to pick Orange Peel. Amaya Dori and Fluffy uh, Cosmish, or Cosmish, however you pronounce it. I I really like um, I really like Majupos, Majupos, however you pronounce that. Um, it gives me a lot of like, um, like feel good by the Gorillas. It gives me a lot of that vibe, like because you hear like the the bass on the Gorilla song, and it's kind of like similar to to the bass line on on that song. Um, which I thought was real cool, real interesting. Um, yeah, gathering, gatherings kind of is a little bit more of a like I guess you could say if you want to put it like it's kind of like a little bit crazier of a song on the album. But man, that song is is badass too. Like the guitar that's on it, and you could tell like they're like definitely going out of like their way to make it sound like a lot more like hard and like like hardcore. Um, but yeah, man, a lot of these songs. Super good. Dripping Sun, that was the first song that like I heard I had heard of them. And that song, you just it goes like it starts off real slow and then it kicks in with the drums and then you hear the guitar and then it slows down again and then it picks up. It keeps going like it's like switching its levels. Like it's like going up and then it goes back down and it settles and then it goes back up. Um it's real cool that they're able to just like even when I was looking at the show and even like I have doing my research, I usually like to like see how the bands perform live. And you could tell a lot of a lot of some of their stuff is like improvised. Like they're just going and they'll add in like a couple things here and there and like 
and or like the drummer he'll drum a little bit harder on like this beat um so it's really cool that they're able to do that like as musicians like you know just kind of freely like feel it out and just like go with the vibe how they're playing um and yeah blanket songs for some reason i don't know why but like every time that i hear it it like gives me like johnny cash vibe for some reason <laughs> like just with like the acoustics and like how it sounds um but yeah if i had to pick a top three on this album uh definitely tricky for me and it's hard for me <laughs> but um i'm going uh nana uh, i really like that song uh, uh dripping sun because that song is amazing definitely one of my favorite songs um, and um gatherings just because like how crazy it is and how like unique it is on as a song on the album um but yeah some great stuff fantastic album um what were you guys in top three uh yeah my <clears throat> my top three off of it and i had this decided like i did my notes a couple days ago but as i'm going back through and like actually remembering uh i could easily make a different top three but i'll just go with what i wrote uh honorable mention song uh was gatherings for me just because of the like how how it is musically because it's you know it's very well put together and all that uh so gatherings was an honorable mention but number three was orange peel uh number two fluffy cosmiche george and i basically have the same three and then my number one was dripping sun just because it's i had listened to i went i did like foreign american foreign american for like the albums this week when i went and sat down and did my notes and that was like the first thing i heard and i was like ah shit this is like a long ass song just like off of cigarros and it just takes you away it like it feels like feels like i'm like flying through a cityscape like fucking superman dude i was just like man this is like it was yeah it's another album that just like you know you can just put it on and it's great like you know george kind of said it like this is definitely kind of a summer vibe kind of album you know no matter how you slice it it's it's very it just makes me feel good like it's it's serotonin essentially in musical form and, <laughs> and i love i love that and so great pick man uh this automatically got saved to the whole album got saved to my spotify so i'm definitely going to come back to this and who the hell knows maybe i'll keep an eye out for it too <laughs> Alrighty, so we just wrapped up Masana Temples, Jake's pick for this week, and we're going to dive right into mine after now. And my pick <laughs> was People Who Can Eat People Are the Luckiest People in the World by AJJ. And I've tried to find the notes to make that great resounding din, but there's a bad man in everyone, no matter who we are. There's a rapist and a Nazi living in our tiny hearts. Child pornographers and cannibals and politicians too. There's someone in your head waiting to fucking strangle you. So here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. People love you more, oh never mind. I love that album title. Yeah. Uh... AJJ, just a quick little thing. Their name used to be Andrew Jackson Jihad, uh, but they, because they, the name was long, their fan base has referred to them as AJJ for so long. 
And then back in, I think it was 2016 or 17, they realized that they didn't really align with the full name anymore. Uh, you know, Andrew Jackson or the Jihad reference. And so they just said, screw it. We're just going to go by AJJ. Uh, Because that's what everyone calls us anyway, so screw it. Uh, Album came out in 2007. Uh, Great folk punk music. Uh, Nice, short, sweet, but by God is it powerful. Uh, One of my favorite albums of all time, actually, uh, has one of, uh, there's a couple songs on there, uh, one of which is probably in my top 10 songs of all time, in my opinion. Uh, But what did y'all have to say about it? Man, like you said, short, Uh, sweet. 25 minutes 22 seconds jeez just a powerhouse first off the songwriting uh some dark stuff in there uh some of it threw me off i'd like rewind it and be like did i hear that lyric right uh especially on the track bad bad things i think is what it was called i rewind that song again i was like oh my goodness what's going on here very unique fun songwriting style um I enjoy the use of guitar styles with acoustic to electric to they had the slide guitar in there, which is really cool to hear that. Um, this is the first intro to me for this band. So it was a fun album, very short, very quick, but very to the point. Like I felt like it was uh, it kind of built up into like the songwriting style was just very like it was just very unique in the way that they lay the whole album out. So it was a fun, a fun project and very unique. I liked it. Now, well said, I think. I'm kind of on the same page. At first, I will admit, at first, this kind of was hard for me to get into. Because um, I'm a big beat guy. And, like, if I hear, like, drums or, like, a bass line or something, like, I can already, like, you know, like, bob my head to it and, like, tap my foot to it or something. But this was kind of hard for me to get into at first. Um, but hearing it over and it being so short, I heard this album over like probably like five, ten times. Um, but yeah, it's it was definitely interesting. Um, pretty funny. The lyrics, I keep coming back to the lyrics. So the, the lyrics are pretty fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> in people, people live, the reckoning, um, the lyrics to that song, that's probably my favorite song on the album. Um, but the lyrics to it are real funny. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, man, some of the some of the lyrics had me, like Matt said, like coming, like I was like, wait, did he really just say that? Because um, <laughs> he was like, um, <laughs> I'm just reading the lyrics right now. It's <laughs> it's like pretty funny, but yeah, the lyrics more than anything had me coming back to it, and the, and the album title <laughs> is fucking awesome. And it like for it to have that album t- title and it's just like a picture of like this cute rabbit <laughs> that's like sitting in the like cloud. Um, but yeah, it was it was some good stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I got a little bit more to say, but what do you think about it, George? Um, so I like I don't consider myself a religious person. I do consider myself a spiritual person, I guess you could say. Uh, there's a lot of positive things on this album uh like the song people again yeah like the the writing the songwriting like the lyrics are so awesome and it's like really powerful uh and i wanted to mention uh the singer it sounds a lot like uh the singer on this band uh neutral milk hotel i don't know if you guys 
heard of that. know that, but he, he sounds a lot like, well, there's only one song that I listened to from them, but it, he, remind, he reminded me of him. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, the, the song People, um, it's very, like, there was a time where I was like, oh, I hate people, whatever, you know, but this is like, no, I love people. Um, people are wasteful, they waste all the food, people are hateful, and people are rude, but God, I love some people sometimes, because people are very, very special, and people are impatient, they don't know how to wait, people are selfish, people are prone to hate, but God, I love some people sometimes. So, like, that, like, that's so awesome for, for him to, like, you know, say stuff like that, uh, and even on this song, uh, he's like, uh, because people are the greatest thing to happen. People are people regardless of skin. People are people regardless of greed. People are people regardless of gender. People are people regardless of anything. <laughs> people are my religion because I believe in them. Wow, dude, talk about powerful. Holy shit, dude. Um, and it was initially pretty hard for me to get into it because, like you said, Jacob, I'm on the same page, you know, but... It was the lyrics that did it for me. I was just like, damn, dude, like that's that's a level of passion and love that sometimes you don't really hear in music anymore. And I feel like he's just kind of saying it with, with all of his heart. And that's really, really like I love that. <laughs> God, I love people sometimes. Yeah, this um <clears throat> this was a group that I was introduced to by my buddy Patrick uh, from high school. Shout out Patrick, uh, Morpheus, as I like to call him. Uh, he uh, is super into this whole genre, uh, folk punk. And he actually gave uh, got me another one of their albums for my birthday on vinyl uh, many years ago, like fucking five years ago, uh, called Knife Man. And I love that album, but this is my favorite by them so far, uh, or by far. And it's like people to it's people to the reckoning i think is what the title is but they on spotify like it they didn't make the other i capitalized so it looks like people lee or people lie people lie i was like yeah no it is it still throws me off too but that is uh in my top 10 songs of all time he and i used to like he was brewing moonshine in his apartment in downtown and we would stay (laughs) up late and jam that song on acoustic guitars at like 12 a.m. just be absolute nuisances to society um and we went to go see we had we made plans to drive up to portland and see sean bonnet their singer he had a solo gig up there and patrick had seen ajj a handful of times and he was like we don't have to pre-buy tickets we'll we'll be fucking fine and i said all right well let's just go let's just go and we're literally getting into portland and i pull up the facebook page and the first five posts are the show is sold out and so we drove all the way to Portland Damn. from Eugene just to get a McChicken, basically. Like we went to <laughs> <laughs> we just went to McDonald's and called it. I was like, let's just go back and jam, dude. Like, screw this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like this entire album. I can I can sit there and play it and just sing along to every every word on it. Uh, it's like I said, one of my favorite albums of all time, uh, and just the things that he says are very thought provoking and you know yes like you do have to like rewind and be like wait what the hell did he just say but 
it really makes you think and like reflect on and it's crazy that it came out 15 years ago because i was listening to this multiple times this week and i was like you know some of these lyrics are still very pertinent and like relevant in even in today's society and uh one cool thing that sean bonnet did during the pandemic it was like every week uh for like a year and a half he would do live sessions from his house and would either do covers or like his original stuff with ajj and it's yeah he's they're just an incredible group there's really only two there's sean bonnet the singer and the main guitarist and then they have an upright bassist and then the other musicians just kind of rotate through it in the background but yeah easily like i like i've said just i'm so in love with this album uh my top three, number three would be Bad, Bad Things. Uh, number two would be a song dedicated to the memory of Stormy the Rabbit, which is the rabbit that's on the <laughs> album cover. It was one of their friend's rabbits from when the band started out. And then number one is People to the Reckoning, just because anytime I pull out my guitar, that's like the first thing I do just to warm up, just a ding ding. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, but yeah, also, if you're in the Eugene area, they are coming to town August 23rd. Uh, it has been just about, it will have been just almost 15 years since this album came out. So my gut feeling and my hope is that they'll play most of, like, they'll uh, yeah, play most of this album. But yeah, uh, those are basically my final thoughts on it. I could, I got to stop myself because I could just geek out <laughs> about this album until sundown. Dude, <laughs> That's how I feel too, man. I mean, like what, like what you were saying, Matt, with like the crazy, because there is like the positive stuff, but there's also like the negative stuff, like Brave as a Noun, like, man, dude, what he says on there is crazy. Uh, but then also you got songs like Rejoice, where it's just like a, I feel like he comes in and, and, and what he says is uh, realistic. It's not like out there it's not far-fetched this is like really like how people think sometimes um and yeah i think it's just really important for for to highlight that i guess but my top three uh definitely people uh brave as a noun and rejoice those are my top three yeah also this is something that i kind of want to listen to (laughs) if i'm like going camping or something yeah, I feel like this is something that, like, if I still got, if I had still been playing guitar, I would have definitely wanted to keep, like, trying this on guitar, because it does seem very fun. Um, but yeah, People to The Reckoning is probably my favorite song on this album. Um, I wanted to talk about Survival Song, um, just because the lyrics, like, he's talking about all this stuff that he, like, went through, and, like, like all this pain and suffering and whatever, and then at the end of the song, he was just kind of like, "Oh well, I just kind of gave you guys all bullshit." So <laughs> it's like not all real. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fucking hilarious. Um, that and then uh, there was another song for the lyrics that I wanted to talk about. But yeah, a lot of these songs, like the lyrics to them, like it's real thought out, and like I feel like he definitely knew what he was doing when he was doing this. Um, but yeah, people to the reckoning. Um, I really liked uh, Brave as a Noun also. Um, that's up there, but I still like the other one better, uh, The Reckoning. So, People to the Reckoning, uh, Brave as a Noun, um, 
and then give me Randy's house because I really liked Randy's house too. It's right. But yeah, this this is one of those. Uh, I feel like even genres that I don't listen to a whole lot, just because it's it's kind of out of out of my box that I usually go towards. But yeah, man, thanks for bringing it up. I'll uh, I'm gonna keep looking into this uh, looking this into this group because yeah, it's definitely yeah. come up something different that I haven't been used to. If you're if you're gonna check out another album by them, uh, look into Knife Man. <clears throat> it's not as like I feel like a lot of the songs on uh, People Who Can Eat People is it's they're pretty fast paced. Uh, Knife Man came out in 2011, I want to say, and it's uh, it still has like the deep lyrical content, but it's the the music is also deeper. If that makes if that makes sense. Uh, and if you guys are interested in knowing any more bands from this genre, feel free to let me know. I'll send you guys some. There's some great bands like uh, Wingnut Dishwashers Union, Ramshackle Glory. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of great bands in this genre that are just, and it's very interesting kind of eclectic kind of music but i this is like my summer vibes is i i play a lot of this kind of music during the summer so uh yeah one last thing i want to mention about it is uh sean bonnet's strumming pattern uh whenever like you listen to the acoustic and he's just beating the hell out of it he doesn't use a pick and he literally just strums like just crazy oh, I'll yeah. send, i sent matt a live video i don't know if i sent y'all but i'll send it to you guys too of him no. doing I uh, sent uh, it's him doing Brave as a Noun and Survival Song. Uh, yeah. and he goes insane. So I'll send yeah, that you, you did send it, and I did watch it. And goddamn, that looked like it hurt because <laughs> he's yeah. just like going, like, keeps <laughs> going. I feel like it's like fingers are like shredded after it because he's just like nonstop. Yeah. Uh, and his wrist motion, like the way he strums is so hard to get down. That's why like me and my homie, we only played like two songs of theirs because they were just like the simplest ones as far as like how to play of goes. Yeah, no, I, I know. I, I used to play guitar and it it was hard to play like without a pick, I felt like. Um, and seeing him do it on that live, that, that video that I saw and him like just strumming it, it looked like it hurts <laughs> after a while. I don't know how how he did it but yeah it was, it was real cool real different um real interesting so thank you what were your uh top could, three uh, uh i gotta go with the opening track rejoice that's a great opening track it just sets the tone for the whole album you know it gives that positive light but also that kind of dark implement and it just sets the tone for the album uh bells and whistles is probably my favorite track just for the uniqueness of that song and then I think we're all going back to bad bad things and then people to the reckoning because you know i think those are two standout tracks that we both or that that all of us like um just a great album it's hard to kind of pinpoint those three but rejoice bells and whistles and then bad bad things are my top three hell yeah i'm really glad y'all like this i would this was one this is uh when matt and i were talking before last week's episode, he was like, man, I'm really fucking nervous. I don't know what you guys are going to think about my album. <laughs> and then he dropped Sigurros and we all loved it. And then I was telling him the same thing. I was like, hey, man, I'm in the same boat as you. I got some, I got some weird shit, too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, do we have any final thoughts for AJJ? Uh, yeah, I think we should take a uh, what you spin in field trip and go <laughs> watch them. We <laughs> watch should. Them a lot. I feel like that'd, that'd, be, be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm my buddy. My buddy Patrick uh, doesn't live in Eugene anymore. He's kind of like all out and about. But I, as soon as I saw that tour date, I messaged him and he's like, "I'm gonna be in town. I'll be there." And I think my whole house is gonna go. So let's just make it a let's just pack that bitch out. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. That'd be that'd be really fun. Yeah, it would be a blast. Absolutely. Well, do we want to take a quick break before we dive into George's, or do you just want to dive in? I'm cool. I'll be right back just real quick. Just going to check on something. All righty. Well, since we just wrapped up AJJ, People Who Can Eat People, uh, my pick for this week, we're going to dive into George's now. Uh, what did you have for us? Mon frere. KC and the Sunshine Band. Uh, their self-titled album, uh, their first one. something like if i ever feel bad or you know in a shitty mood if i listen to this i feel great <laughs> like i feel good uh definitely puts me in a happy like state um i one of my brothers uh philip i remember he he told me that uh there is a song on this album i think it was i get lifted um I would just like <laughs> dance to it in the living room. <laughs> I was like probably like four or five years old, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a really good album. What do you guys think about it? Very curious to to see or to hear. I mean, dude, like, want to talk about like classic and like not only classic but like historical and like iconic. This is like I feel like it's one of those albums. Um, I did not know this was their debut album. That's pretty dope. Um, but the fact that it is their first album, like, shit, I think that says a lot. Because <laughs> that's, um, like, yeah, it's, it's some good stuff. Like, a lot of their stuff has been, like, all over, like, commercials and movies. Um, one of the songs that I think about a lot, um, and when I was listening to this album, um, get down tonight it it threw me back to like the first time watching Forrest Gump like <laughs> that's like immediately what I thought of um, but yeah man it's it's like like iconic like I feel like it's like for it to come out like so long ago and it's still like being played like in commercials and movies and like you hear it all over like stores if that you go to sometimes like it really is like an iconic like group and like in a band and this album too it's, it was so good for its time so yeah to piggyback on jacob like this is a classic album like we all know those songs you know from the second track to like the fourth track those are all songs that we've you know grown up and listened to um it's got a unique flow they get funky it's like that classic funk kind of music where like their musical styles are very um prone to that 70s sound. Um, and you just you hear it and you know that's Casey and the Sunshine Band. Um, there was a lot of songs on this album that I'd never heard before, uh, some of the later tracks, because I'd never heard this album in its entirety. And I found new songs that I love now, that I like over any of the popular songs now. And so hearing this album was just a, you know, a great introduction for me to kind of dive into their catalog. Uh, 
be nice to find a copy of this on vinyl. That might be kind of hard to find a good copy of it, but uh, that'd be a fun one to find. But just a great album, like start to start to finish. Like you can't you can't argue it's a classic because there's like I mean, six or seven tracks on there that are just radio friendly tracks for the rest of the world, you know, to hear throughout time. So great pick, George. Great pick. Thanks, man. Yeah, I didn't realize also that this was their debut, and I didn't realize that it had you know the just absolute just fantastic you know the songs that we hear all the time you know boogie shoes get down tonight i didn't realize all of those were on one album which is like there i feel like enough can't be said about that you know what i mean like it was 1975 like all of those songs are on one album I mean, come on, man. Like when you like in in 1975, you know, there was a lot. I feel like that was a when you look at like music waves and stuff and like shifts like Aerosmith was getting huge. And so classic rock was like really starting to take off. But there was also this like underlying funk movement and Casey and the Sunshine Band were like really kind of the the guys beating the drum at the front of the charge for that. And it's. Yeah, just like the fact that it had that many great tracks on it. Even like Matt said, like I, I completely agree. Like the later songs on it, I love almost more than the ones that are you know the most popular. So I agree, man. Fantastic pick. Thanks, man. I th- so also I want to mention like at this point in time, um, rock was still kind of like a, a thing, and then you have this like funk mixed with rock and disco Mm -hmm. um and during this time period there was a lot of um how do i say it like turmoil between the two different groups and genres like they did they hated the fact that disco was mixed with rock this group didn't like this group and boy did they fucking drop a banger because like they mixed both elements very well um, it is more disco heavy, um, but yeah, I mean, and then also, um, I Get Lifted has been sampled throughout hip hop, and then also, uh, Ain't Nothing Wrong has been sampled by, um, I'm forgetting their name right now, but another rap group, uh, they just straight up just bit the, <laughs> bit the song off and then just rapped over it, um, so it, that's cool to, to see, you know, that, people are using it um yeah dude i have so many fond memories of this album like i just always remember like listening to it and uh boogie shoes is a song that you definitely hear in commercials like it's you always hear it on a like a happy you know like setting or whatever as soon as that trumpet Uh, kicks in you know yeah yeah. i was like yeah all right i know this yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) I, I feel like, because I was talking to someone yesterday, uh, I was at the O-Bar, and I started talking about Casey and Sunshine Band, and he's like, oh, I don't know who that is. I'm like, no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, he's like, I don't, I'm like, okay, listen to this. So I put on Boogie Shoes, and immediately he was like, oh, he's like, yeah, I know this song. And I'm like, dude, there's not a single person that doesn't know this song. Um... So I think it's cool to, like, everybody knows that. Um, they might know, they might not know the band name, but they are familiar with it. 
I feel like that's a very important, like, impactful thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the lyrics, too, like, Ain't Nothing Wrong is such a sweet, beautiful song. He's like, you know, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of love. Um, and, yeah, Boogie Shoes, for example, like, that's one of my favorite songs to play when I'm cooking food. I put that on, bro, I'm like feeling good. I have my beer. I'm cutting up food. Like, Boogie Shoes is definitely like one of my favorite songs off of this track. Um, but I'm glad you guys liked it, man. I'm really, really happy you guys did it. Yeah, I'll I'll just admit something real quick. When you said Casey and the Sunshine Band, I was kind of like that guy at the O-Bar, you know. I had heard the band name, but I could not tell you any of the songs so when i was listening to this and like get uh get down tonight i was like oh my god is this who this is because when you said casing the sunshine band i thought of walking on sunshine and i was like oh okay like i know walking i was like i know walking on sunshine uh, yeah. like <laughs> and then i opened it up and i was like wait walking on sunshine ain't on this fucking album what the hell and then i started listening to it and i was like oh this is them okay like and so yeah like i my my brain just exploded and i was like ah jesus christ okay uh but yeah. <laughs> uh yeah just to <laughs> mention that i thought it was it Walking i thought that was <laughs> yeah and like to me like i agree with you we're like this you can't put this album on and not at least like jab you know shake your shoulders a little yeah it's like you know, you know feel good and it's got such a swagger to it because it is that early funk sound that and it does have that blend of disco in it and everything and it's just got a swagger like if i'm gonna listen to this and i'm walking down the street i'm gonna be walking like i'm big pimping you know what i mean just yeah dude it's one of those albums that like it's it comes up like so often and so much that everyone has heard it like in any like in any setting like if you want to talk about like football games or anything like any sports games or like yeah commercials or if you even go to walk into a store um like you're more likely to like hear this uh, like this like songs off this album um but even like the the back end of the album i hadn't heard some of these songs like i get lifted and like let it go part two um i really like let it go part two i it's like kind of a little bit more funky and like jazzy. It's not like they're not like singing a whole lot, but they're just like playing and just vibing. And it's like a lot of disco elements that you can hear on it. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely I feel like one of those like classic like uh, funky disco albums in the 70s. And it really is historical. And it's crazy how how much that we like hear about it and. I feel like it's gotten to a point where we kind of just like zone out when we hear like songs off of this album because we like everyone has heard it so much. But yeah, it's I really I really like this album. Um, the my favorite probably are um, Boogie Shoes, you know, uh, Get Down Tonight and Let It Go Part Two as like kind of a different song that I hadn't heard from these guys, but. The fact that it's all on the same album, like this album, it, it's pretty short as is. I mean, it's like what, like 20, 30 minutes long? 27. Uh, but yeah, 27 minutes long. But like, there are all of the songs on here are really good. Like, really, really good. And they really like, stood the test of time of like still being classic songs. So 
Yeah, uh, to piggyback up, Jacob, like the you know the the amount of the the, the length of the album is very short, but it's like there's just it's just to the point, you know. And there's so many bangers on that album. Um, and it also piggyback off Jacob, um, Let It Go Part Two. It's all instrumental, and that's like my favorite track because it's just like funky, and it kind of dives into the the first track, Let It Go Part One, where it's kind of like they're singing and they're kind of getting the groove starting for the whole album, and to end it with that same style but all instrumental just it was a good way to round out the album so uh let it go part two uh, i get lifted just because of that classic 70s funk guitar that you just you just you hear it and you're like yep you just know that genre and then that's the way i like it because you know that song is just classic and timeless <laughs> yeah uh if i had to if i had to pick a top three uh i like I was saying, like when I was listening to this, I was like, oh, shit, these guys actually did all of these great, you know, funk staple tracks that we've, you know, heard for 40, almost 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 50 years at this point. Um, but I fell in love with all the other stuff. Uh, so my favorite track off of this was What Makes You Happy. I really liked that. Uh just it was different but it still had that same kind of energy but it was also kind of like George was mentioning about uh what was that track you mentioned that was like kind of sweet like it's kind of ain't nothing yeah it's kind of got like a the lyricism to it is like a little more heartfelt and then number two i get lifted and then number three i had to pick one of the bangers so i went with boogie shoes too just because like i was saying earlier that trumpet intro there's no mistake in what the hell that is like <laughs> yeah um for sure i mean my top three is boogie shoes uh ain't nothing wrong um and I get lifted just because that's probably like one of the more like low key gangster songs. <laughs> like that shit, that shit was hell. Um, yeah, so I fuck that a lot. Um, yeah, just yeah, the especially on like the lyrics on Boogie Shoes and Ain't Nothing Wrong. Like it's sweet, but it's also like I'm macking on you, girl. <laughs> like, uh, and I. I don't know. It's just tight as fuck. Like, I think it's super cool. Um, I think, so back to you talking about how, um, uh, how we, we all know these songs. It's very similar to like celebration by cool in the game. Everybody knows that song, but they might not know cool in the game. Everybody knows September from earth, wind and fire. Well, maybe not, any, <laughs> not anybody knows earth, wind and fire. But it's kind of like in that same realm, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. But yeah, I mean, those those are my final thoughts. I'm glad you guys liked it, though. Yeah, thank you, George. It's nice to dive into that album and hear it in its entirety. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one kind of like Matt said that I would love to because it is a staple album. You know, I want to get a physical of that for sure. Mm-hmm. But do we have any other final thoughts for Casey and the Sunshine Band boys? No, I think right. that's pretty much it. Refresher, dude, on the album, like how good it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna play this in the background while I do some editing later. You know, probably visit all these <laughs> albums again just to yeah. get myself pumped up while I'm going. Uh, well, that being said, that was the self-titled album from Casey and the Sunshine Band. That was George's pick for this week. Uh, let's go ahead and dive in to what our picks for next week are going to be. And as per usual, we're going to go in order. Matt, what did you have for us, pal? Um, I'm going to go with uh, 
Some Trent Reznor. We're gonna go with Nine Inch Nails, uh, the Fragile album. Ooh. Okay. Right. Nice. And then uh, Jacob, what did you have? Yeah. So this week, um, I'm gonna go back to hip hop for a second, just for this album. I feel like it's important. Um, so this is Elzai, um, Seven Times Down, Eight Times Up. Um, came out in 2020. Definitely one of my more favorite albums of that year. Um, it's just some dope hip hop. So, yeah. Right on. And for mine, I'm going with Control Dude. by SZA. I'm so glad you Damn, brought bro. <laughs> One of my one of my favorite albums. Uh, she actually just released a deluxe edition uh, yep. on Spotify. Uh, I just have the normal copy, so just look out for the normal version. Uh, it's spelled C T R L. Control by SZA. Uh, I'm very happy to talk about that album next week. Five years, man. It's been five years. Five years, yeah. Such an awesome pick, Dorian. Wow. <laughs> um, so I trying to like stop talking about hip-hop <laughs> but this is kind of like easing back into it a little bit but i just want to sing by music Soundchild. an r&b uh, album such a great album right on right on those i'm excited to mix for next week man we're yeah yeah i think yeah. let's do it yeah, I don't think I've actually heard the fragile. I've never heard that. I've haven't heard yours or George's picks, Jacob. And I know that I'm in love with mine. Um, but so yeah, I'm super stoked to talk about. I think we have a. This is a great lineup to go with next week, and then after that, we'll be into the instrumental albums for episode 15. Uh, with all that, this has been what you spin in episode 13. As per usual, I'm Dorian, joined by Matt. Jacob and George, fellas, we knocked it out of the park once again this week. Viewers and listeners at home, we'll catch you next time. This is what you spin it. <laughs>